Hello and welcome to Mind Garden Stress Less Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to stress less and grow more. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Collins, and I want to give you some affirmation for showing up today. Good on you for giving yourself the best chance to stress less today. I love this podcast because it's quick, it's quirky, it's always quietly bringing you back to acceptance of yourself. Remember, no matter your thoughts, your actions, your fears, your wins, at the end of the day, just being you is enough. Well, welcome back. It is now time to move on from a month of podcast, and we're actually digging in our heels and bringing in some new content. And specifically today, we're talking about flow. But before we get in, I want to thank our community, the Mind Garden community, for the support, for the kind words, for the likes on Instagram and Facebook. You guys are the literal best, and you're all happening people. I appreciate that. You know, you want the best for yourselves, you're working on yourself, and you're my kind of people. So I do want to give light to a comment that I made in the last week's podcast where I said I'd be interviewing Wesley Nichols, the Enneagram guru in the area of Chattanooga. And I will be. He and I actually, I think we have a date set up this week to talk and jam a little bit on the Enneagram, how the event went, and then what we should expect from future events and future um, things from Enneagram chat. So I'm really excited about that. I know a lot of my listeners really love the Enneagram and are learning about it. So I can't wait for that talk. Make sure you tune in for that one. And for those of you who are totally in the dark about what I'm even saying, Enneagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-Gram. And you can Google it. And you can also go to our podcast when it comes out to learn more about it. Okay, so let's get into the topic of flow. Now, this is a bit of a hot topic right now, I think, because so uh, much of yoga culture has really impacted our modern world now. Flow is a big part of their culture. It was also something that was talked about by Bruce Lee, who was a martial artist, and I uh, used to do martial arts for years. I haven't been in, in, a, in a practice lately. So I did martial arts for years, and Bruce Lee was always an inspiration to me. And he always talked about flow being like water. And then in yoga, um, we talk about flow in a little bit different way. Um, I should have Hillary Libby on here talking about flow because she is my go-to person to talk to about all of that philosophy, history, and so on behind yoga. She is a wealth of knowledge. But I'll tell you a story and I'll use a metaphor for today's podcast, a little bit of a one-two punch. Um, I hear, and, and I'll tell you this, I hear Flo talked about like a real breathy person who's like very in tune with their emotions. will say, it's something you feel and you are and you have to get in the flow and you are just connected. And I love my friends who are that connected. Um, sometimes though, that is not the same for everyone and not everyone experiences things and emotions in the same way. So I think it's important to delineate, okay, well, what works for some other people so that we can all enjoy and truly experience this. So one of the things I decided to do last fall was actually study flow. And I think at the time there were some conversations likely coming up with my clients. A lot of times if they 
have something that's interesting to them, I'll actually study it and then kind of seek it out so that um, I know kind of what they're going through or thinking about. And then in addition to that, I was uh, listening to the Blue, the Bruce Lee podcast, which is a really great podcast. You can find it on iTunes. And I decided to commit this certain month, I think it was September, to flow and see if I could, you know, get flowy or whatever you want to call it. It was a total disaster. And I really felt, I think, more stressed by the end of it. And um, it wasn't until actually just a random hike that Aaron and I happened to go on. We went on this hike out near Edwards Point, which is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And the views there are beautiful. But before you get to the views, you kind of walk down into this little valley area. And there's this large waterfall, kind of a, a shoals that comes down. And the volume of water coming through there was just massive and it was very loud. And I remember thinking that. And uh, we crossed over this bridge and we continued on our hike. As the hike went on, there were other points where we crossed over streams of water. Some were moving less quickly than at the very bottom where they were all being collected right in a cistern. At the very top, you were dealing with some of these smaller trickle through streams. And it's funny, a lot of times I resist going on hikes because I feel like it takes a lot of time, but these are actually times when I get the best epiphanies. As I started to look at the water, I began to think I needed to notice the difference between the water at the top that was trickling through nice and easy and that water and the environment around that water uh, was quiet and it was sort of had a lot to get through. I mean, there was a lot of um, little pebbles and sticks and things like that. It was kind of dodging here and there, but quietly and nimbly moving around things and adapting as it went. Now, at the very bottom, there was this big rushing, lots of volume of water coming through and it was loud. And so everything's happening all at once. And it started to make me think about how life can be this way. And when we have a lot of energy or a lot of volume of something coming through, maybe a lot of inspiration, things seem very easy. Flow is really easy. It's easy to just kind of let it all loose. But when we have a lot, we have a lot of resistance. For example, you're at the top of a mountain. There's a lot more resistance up there. Then things change. The environment changes and we have to mold to that environment. And the main point, and I always bring it back to this, is what can nature teach us about life and the way that life works? In this example, I learned a lot about how the environment around certain flows of water work. And what that can teach us about our own behavior is when we are maybe under more resistance, we should expect that things are going to feel a little bit more quiet and slow. We're going to need to be careful and nimble and sort of uh, adapted. And in contrast to that, when things are rushing by and going really fast, a lot of times we actually may miss some things, but there's a high energy moment happening, right? So consider both of those things. We're going to be talking about other aspects of flow this month. And next week, I'll be talking about resistance in the river and what it means when life takes you somewhere you're not quite sure about what to do about it and so on. You'll enjoy it. 
I'm thankful for you today, my friends. If you want to be a part of a community where you can learn how to stress less and grow more, you can find our community at Mind Garden Community on Instagram and Facebook. Again, you've been lovely today. I'm glad to have you with us.